Can't get enough of Cthulhu and Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Bardic College Presents Cthulhu in Cairo. I'm Raz, the Keeper, and I am joined by the whole team. And when we just last left off with what you've heard... We just either recapped or went through the combat of Arturo Giovanni on the island of Poveglia. The team have secured the book they needed to come back through time. They have killed Arturo in the colossal struggle of giants. And uh, they are making their way back for the boat that has been secured in the canal that sits between the two parts of the Poveglia island. So we're just going to jump right on in for you. And uh, try to let you see what their, their plans are for these final nights, hours, whatever's left in Venice in 1349. Okay, team, so we'll just start back in the tree line at the boat. Uh, the children and Davina are already inside. And you have Noemi, you're dragging, half-carrying her because she's still in bad shape. But uh, she's better than she was. So that was a smart move, feeding her the blood of her brother. Uh, what do you want to do? Um, Leave. Mm-hmm. Leaves good. So everyone's I just... need to drop off some chillins. Well, the, well the we children... Need to, we need to make arrangements for them somehow, right? Yeah. That may be difficult for us to, to endeavor, though. True. I saw the mother. You know how to get a hold of her? You know where to, how to find her? The kids are old enough. They might, they might know where their house is. I mean, oh, they're... I thought these were younger kids. Well, okay. seven or eight, uh-huh. but, you know, if you tell them the last name of their family, people eventually would be able to get you close. I mean... Maybe we... Um... Maybe we leave him a little bit of money? Give him a leg up? What do you think, Aveline? That's a very good idea. I like that. How kind. Let's give him some money. Also for their silence. All right. So everybody piles into the boat. Catherine, you inject the children. Is is Noemi coming with us? The intent, I would think, is that she doesn't want to leave Davina at this point. Correct. And we need to take Davina to go back to the church, right? Yes. I mean, that we know is a safe location to do it. Yes, but we don't know whether the church is a safe place for Noemi. Because we know that the church in the future was defiled so that a vampire could be in it. Well, we do not know about in 1349. She'll be able to tell you just as she walks close to it if she can feel it or not. Aveline, give me an intelligence roll. Uh, regular success out of 51. Okay, you could also, since everyone's negotiating and as you're talking in the boat, you could also ask the children, if you get back, you find Markham, pay him, Give the children some money. They could bring Davina back out of the church. You could do the ritual. They could, you know, put her in the box, bring her out. I mean, it's a horrific sight, but... That's a gamble for some small children, right? It, well, yeah, it is, but it's somebody who could get her out of the box. You could, you know, perform the ritual, and you don't need to step through her. You know, everybody, she gets dropped. So I, I, I would even allow Catherine to fold her up and put her back in the box. And then she, you guys go through, and the kids come get the box and take her back out to Noemi. That would be fine. What about Markham? Markham, just pay him. Just find him and pay him before you do the ritual. No, I'm saying, why doesn't he take the box out? Oh, well, that's... I mean, the choice is, you know, Markham doing whatever or, you know, potentially emotionally scar these children for the rest of their lives. You'd probably have to give another gold piece. I think, think, honestly, in 1349, watching one human being step into the skin of another 
who was artificially alive yeah. might be a clear way to insanity. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty bad. All right, let's that could be the end of Markham. So you know I mean, I mean they don't they don't have to be, but they they wouldn't witness that. He'd walk into the room and put the skin back in the box, which would right. be horrific. Hmm. But the kids doing that, right. they, they wouldn't do it. They'd run. Well, no, that's what like, I said. Ah. I, I would allow Catherine to, as she's right. getting ready to walk through the portal, take her off, drop her in the box, shut it, call out to the children. She steps through. Kids take the box. Whatever we can make that arrangement. The most important thing is. As far as the team is concerned, you want to go back. So everyone biles in the boat, and the rowing is started. Catherine, you go ahead and you administer the penicillin shots to the to the children. So as I a do. booster, yep. Okay. I also remind everyone to put your cloaks up because we wore them out. We wore like things to cover our faces, sort of. Yeah. When we were leaving, and you know, sure. just right, right. Yep, so yep, we're not yep, like yep. returning, like oh, plague people. Yeah, she's. You know, you guys get back to the docks. The children jump off. This point, you're going to use Markham for the ritual. So, Faye, you uh, you stop someone on the docks that you're able to find speaks English and Italian, and they ask the children their name. They tell them, and uh, they also explain that they only live a few blocks down. But it's dark in the city. Does the team want to split up to find the two kids home, and then go back to the hostel, and then the other team go looking for Markham and the pubs and whatever, or are you just going to stay together at this point? I mean, I have no problem going to look for Markham. Okay. Yeah. I'll go look for Markham. So, Would you like want- to drop off some kids with me? Faye, you want to go with Aveline? Yeah, I'll I'll keep her company. Let's go. Let's go for a family reunion. Wait, one I'll of the men. Go- one of the men go with the women. Why? 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 I'll be fine. Oh, we're women with children. I I think the the women will be able to handle handing the kids off back to the parents better. She's no, worried I'm about saying- guards. I mean, we'll keep our cloaks up. So. I don't think that we're going to run into any issues with the Ophimilico right now. What Ophimilico? Exactly. So, exactly. So I think we're pretty safe. Yeah, they're gone. And if I'm wrong, then you guys can beat me up later. So More. You can beat me up more. Because I'll already be beaten <laughs> up by being wrong. All right. So the fight ended. It is pretty late, but Dockside pubs stay open. I mean, really all they had to do back then was drink. And this is a big commercial district. It's not like a a small hamlet or, you know, a, a tiny town that's not on a trade route. This is a big city for its time. Uh, so they would have stayed up pretty much, I would say, till almost the crack of dawn, closed for a few hours, cleaned up the vomit and all the, the foodstuffs off the floor, and then began serving luncheons and stuff. So uh, we'll start with the team. So uh, Catherine, you, Sid, and Professor John make your way across several pubs. You look, you don't find them right away, but you finally go back to one that is closer to where you're staying, you walk in and it's not hard to hear his voice, you know, over the crowd, billowing. He's telling three young women, and he's not an older gentleman, he's, you know, late 20s, early 30s, uh, but he's telling younger women, and they're, you know, like around 20, how rich he's going to be. And that if he wants to create a thing called lay away, and if he could just (laughs) borrow them for a few hours... That's he awesome. promises a cheeseburger today. He'll get you two Whoa. by Friday. He is doing his best wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Um, <laughs> the girls aren't having it. Uh, they're, they think he's just playing a ploy of haggling. But he's going on and on and on. And he sees you, you the three of you come through the door and you see him. And he's like, oh, my friends. Oh, yeah. We witnessed that. Oh, yeah. So as the girls are like going like, you know, kind of, you know, shining him on. Uh-huh. I'm like, Captain Markham, you forgot your gold. This is the man I was telling you about, ladies. 
He says in Italian. He looks over and comes over. He hugs Professor John. He hugs Sid. A kiss on the left cheek, kiss on the right cheek. Uh, looks at Catherine. The For the viewers at home, the look that Catherine is giving me on Roll20 absolutely expresses the fact that she does not wish Captain Markham to give her a hug. That's just for those who can't see the way Catherine <laughs> looks at this exact moment. So Captain Markham sees that look that Lauren has presented for us on the video. And he looks and says, and my lady. It was, um, hello, my lady. And he, and he bows in a courtly bow. Hello. Well, it was a valiant try anyway. I, I've seen you give it a try there. It's nice. Not as good as you did on those birds, but you did try. Oh. Those whores? Please. I have real coin in my hand now. <laughs> I am looking for contessas. Yes, let's keep <laughs> shouting about it in a public place. I agree, let's, ma'am. Uh, let's motion him outside no. the pub. <laughs> okay. He's like, um, do you, I, I have a really, a really good table near the fire. Are you sure you won't, don't wish to join me there? I would, I'm, uh, we could, we could sit and have a, have a draft or... A, 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 a snaps or something? Mull I wine? tell him... <laughs> I pull out the full ingot, not his shaved ingot that he's been uh, right. shaving around town for us. <laughs> little shaved gold here, little shaved gold there. Um, I pull out the full ingot, and I said, one last task. But the ladies, John! This beautiful lady! Because now he doesn't have the money again, so they're no you longer whores. You whores! He knows, he knows, but... They're keeping the straw warm for me upstairs, and they swear that it was swept out just two days ago. It's, it's this is my moment, sir. I, I think I think you're going to have plenty of moments in the future. And remember, Captain Markham, this is for you to get your ship back, right? Don't waste it. Very well, John. Make a charm roll for me. Okie dokie. Uh, or persuade. I think it's charm in this one, right? Charm is the big one. That is. A three. He asks if you'd like to invest the ingot for him. What are some of the mutual funds that you feel are beneficial? How long until he could turn something with, you know, four, 401k? What does a 401k mean? So, yeah, um, <laughs> you're like, you, you say this just one more task and Markham says, only one? I've been having so much fun. Waiting on Mother Singet? John, my birthday could come and go and I wouldn't care. What could I possibly do for the three of you? <laughs> we, um, I would assume we have, uh, we have a time that we're meeting um, back at the church, right? Yeah. That they're, they're returning the children. So I give him, you know, it's, what, an hour? They're going to take a little bit of time to get the children yeah, acclimated and settled. Yeah, you figure by time you find Mark, it would be two hours. Figure by 2 a.m. Ooh, so we're going to have to break into the church. Uh-huh. Yes. I wouldn't probably worry about better. It. There's a ladder. Probably better to, yeah, it's probably better to do it in the middle of the night anyways. Don't right? forget about my lucky ladder that yeah, I the left. Lucky ladder. Also, yes. who's going to care? Consequences be damned right now. Let's go home. Wow. She's ready. Where single, did the single-minded, that lady. To? Single-minded. My, di- my Disney world hopper is run out. Take me home. <laughs> I'm done. You sound like you speak from experience. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, so we tell Markham, you know, meet us at the uh, meet us at the church in an hour. Um, Your final task will be there. We'll be going home, and you'll be left with your gold. 
very well, John, at the church. <laughs> Hope it's nothing too blasphemous. I would hate to think... And he's just pontificating about why you normally don't go to churches at two in the morning. Let's just say it's your last, uh, your last job of looking the other way and keeping your mouth shut. Very well, sir. I will, I will endeavor to be there promptly at 2 a.m., two bells, they say, uh, which, as a matter of fact, I believe that church does actually chime the time, so I will, I will meet you there, sir. You and, you and the lovely Sid and the frowning Catherine. <laughs> the, the frowning frow. Frow, frown. <laughs> frown line. <laughs> All right, that sounds like a, sounds like a Mel Brooks that. character. <laughs> yeah. I resent that. You and resemble. also, shameless, also, shameless plug, if anybody ever wants to hear a more bubbly, effervescent, joyful Catherine, subscribe to our Patreon and check out my bonus episode. Wow, beautifully <laughs> done. We, uh, maybe in a future episode, Cat Lauren, we can ha- have you explain... What it's like to be a miss, you know, a madam of a uh, of a small mobile brothel that runs around what? the army camp. Well, you almost were. Wait, wait what? A small hold mobile on, brothel. You almost were. But let's not let's not digress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody's telling me what that is later. That is a stain upon my character. No. Well, you you promoted it. Okay, so back over to the other uh, to, no to Aveline and Faye. Ladies, you're walking down the street, uh, and Faye much t- to what you anticipated or had mentioned earlier, there are no Il Familico roaming the streets right now. People, uh, there are not a lot of people milling about once you get into the more the residential area of the city, past the shops and things. Those are all closed up. But you don't see any of the, the plague doctors that you had come to expect on the streets, you know, scooping and snatching up people as they were moving around. So you, uh, you, the, the, the children are able to, once you get them past a certain point of the city, they, they start recognizing landmarks, and uh, they weave their way back home, and you arrive at their front door. I'm assuming the kids are, like, very excited to go in, right? Yeah, so, doors bolted. Like, they they, they want to go in, but it's locked. They start yelling, Mom. I put, like, a hand on, on one of their shoulders, and I just, I knock on the door. You know, not in, like, I don't, like, bang against it, but I do, like, you know, a, a good knock that should hopefully wake her up. Okay. I don't want to scare her too much. Aveline, is that okay for you? Watching the streets to see if anybody's like looking at us funky. Like, okay, these kids weren't these kids like taken to the play guy a couple days ago. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm watching for that, and if anybody gives me trouble, got me my forty fives and a mean ass look. Has anybody considered the fact that these children have been to a plague island and their family may not want them? Catherine. Bingo. Catherine. Yes. Are you here? Yeah, are well, you involved in my scene? No, no, I'm just questioning the air. <laughs> well, Catherine is. Uh, she's trying to send. It's it's like a it's like a voice at the back of Faye's head. You know that she usually hears whenever she's I'm, about to do something stupid. It used to be her own monologue voice, and now it's replaced with Catherine. Much to their surprise, the door opens, and the mother is standing there, and she's she goes wide eyed, and she's like. <gasps> And yes, Melinda, and uh, for Faye and Aveline, the shock is that she wants to embrace them. But then she begins making rapid signs of the cross and yelling in Italian for them, you know, that they shouldn't be here, that you shouldn't have brought them here. They were taken away. She saw them leave. She's assuming they've been in an affected boat and doesn't want them back. She's afraid. Uh, Mel, would you like to use your Spanish one more time? In the hopes that they understand it? 
she's going to understand me. I could try, you know, just think about use like very basic sentences. Um, mm-hmm. what, I just kind of look at you and I'm like, what do you, what do you want me to say? Like, Tell them that they weren't taken to the plague island if you can. Like, gesture towards the island, say they never went there. They don't, she doesn't have to know that they actually were in contact, but I guess tell her that they never went, or they, we found them somewhere else. Okay, then I go, My lady, we saved your children before they were put on the ship. They were never infected, never sick, never around the sick. We saved them before. This was our first chance to get them back here. What's your skill level in Spanish? That's 40. Go ahead and give me a roll. Uh, we have a 35. Okay, so you're using the right words in Spanish with no problem. You're, you're conveying in Spanish the thoughts. Most of it will translate. It's, the languages are similar. Not exact, but similar. She starts saying to you in Italian, they, I see them. I, I, see, I see them go onto, onto the barge. They take away. They take them away into, into Povelia. They, 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 uh, and she tears are pouring down her face. It's like, you know, you, you come to the realization that your children are being taken to a plague island. And then 24 hours they show up at your door. And now you're asking them not to come in the house. It's a breaking of the heart. This is Highlander at that moment when he wakes up and his you know, own sister or cousin, whoever she was, starts screaming that he must have made a pact with the devil because his wounds should have killed him. This is superstitious people not understanding the situation and being deathly afraid. They've seen thousands and thousands drop dead from this disease. Tells them, you know, go away, uh, you know, hide, stay somewhere out of sight. You can't come in the house. I I can't let you in. She's trying to close the door again. She doesn't want them breathing on her. She doesn't want them near him. The daughter is crying. The young boy is trembling. Do you okay, have I... persuade? Is either one of you? Well, it's going to have to be Faye because, uh, Aveline, you can't speak any type of Latin language. You know Spanish, right? Faye's persuade is 50, so I'm going to give it a shot. Can I help her since I am involved in this scene as a 60 persuade? Can I also gesture to the kids to, like, say, it's okay, they didn't talk, they didn't touch anyone? So let's talk about your story. Where, if they didn't, she watched the barge pull away with them screaming for her. She stayed on the dock and saw that boat pull out into the harbor. It normally goes directly to Bavaglia. Now, the darkness is going to cover it. What are you going to tell her? Because Um, you said you took them somewhere else. Well, where did they go? You only know of one other island's name. We do. Yeah, you went to the one with the well. But why would you take them to a cemetery? To save the children, I was going to I was going to kind of phrase it in a way like, you know, playing into the very, you know, religious side of the time, just kind of phrase it as like, this is a miracle, a gift from God. Would you turn your back on a gift from God like this, bringing your children back to you safe and healthy? Ooh, good one. You say God? Yes. Give me a history roll. History is an 80. Let's give this a shot. And we have a 68. So I made it. Yep. God is God. But when you deal with children, as a Catholic, the Holy Mother brought them back to you. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. The Holy Mother is the one, right? She's protector of women and children and the whole bit. So... Playing on her, if you're going to play the route of religion and superstition, God is great, God is powerful, but the saints, each saint has their, their, and children come under the purview of, you know, the Holy Mother. So 
Our Lady protected her, da 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 da. Okay. And you made your persuades roll, or you didn't roll that yet, right? I didn't roll that yet. So All right. let me so give go that ahead a and sh- let me tell you. Let's see what Aveline, what could you do? Give me a, give me an idea of what you're trying to do to make the roll easier for Faye. You said you were pointing to the kids like how would you what would your gestures be? I can't see you on video tonight. So explain to me okay. the best you can what you're doing to let the mother know that she should trust these kids are safe to come inside and they're not all going to die in three days. Um, I would try and gesture to the kids. You hid, like, hi- like hiding, concealing myself with my cloak or ducking my head under my hands, trying to, like, say you hid and no one touched you and I would, like, touch their shoulder and go, no, like, tell... And then I'd point to their mother, like, tell her that. No one touched you and you hid. Just as she told... Like, I... W- I would say in my language, even though they wouldn't understand uh-huh. me, like, just as she told you, you didn't touch anyone. No touch. Go ahead, Faye. Give me a roll. A 51, so I'm going to spend one of luck. Make okay. that a success. All right. So you, without Aveline's help, I was going to think that you needed a, a strong, hard success or a crit success. With two of you working on it, the tears, the crying, playing on her guilt as a mother and her love of her children... You're able to convey the fact that as long as she leaves them food, the children will stay at the back of the house by the wood the woodshed. They have a little wood lean-to. They can sleep there. Just give, you know, we'll get them blankets. They can use our shawls, our cloaks. Let the children stay there. Feed them. Give, you know, make sure they're safe. And, you know, in, in a few weeks or days, you'll know they're safe. They'll be okay. With that kind of a, of a, a situation, they, she accepts she goes in, she she packs up loaves of bread, she leaves them in a small basket, the kids pick it up, she blows them kisses, she's crying, she's wriggling her hands, she's so excited, she wishes she could embrace them. But she has another older son in there with his wife and their newborn, and she's she's got other people in the building. She can't risk the whole family dying. Uh, so the kids smile at you, they don't hug you, because they realize that's going to scare their mother, that's going to just freak them out even more. You blow kisses to them, You, they wave to you, they thank you, you know, grazie, grazie. Make their way back around the, the side of the house to the woodshed where they bundle themselves up. Now, remember, it's June, so it's not going to get too, too cold. They're going to be fine. So you make sure that they're set up. They're by the chicken coop in this little woodshed. They tuck themselves in. They huddle close together. They eat, and uh, they, you know, the tears stop, and they start smiling, and they even make a little joke, and the two of you are fine. You can make your way back to the church. So, uh, before we before we pan away, yep. I like go to Faye, and as we're walking down the back to the church, I go, I appreciate that. Thank you. I couldn't live with myself. Something came over me when I saw those two kids get pulled onto the boat, and I knew they weren't sick. If I just knew it. I got you, kid. It's okay. I know. Good person, and you help others, and that's a really good trait to have. And I kind of link my arm with hers and I go, all right, now let's go find the others. I bet Catherine's pissed we're not back yet. Oh, she'll probably kick me in the ass with her boot, but it was worth it. <laughs> she'll probably find a way to kick both of us in the ass at the same time. Yeah, uh, quite. I'll, I'll line you up and then um, lean on Sid for support and be like, hi-ya! <laughs> Sid on one side, John on the other, <laughs> lift up like a gymnast on the, on the parallel bars and just straight kick your leg out. Yeah, I understand. Very nice. That's what I call teamwork. All right. So 
over to the church. Uh, yeah, do, do were you gonna? So you have a little bit of time. Uh, the team that was at the was meeting Markham. You have a little bit of time to stop back with the lady who put you up, and Markham was paying with shavings of gold. Um, were you gonna leave anything additional for her? Did you want to left leave her what's left of the shaved ingot? Did you want to definitely want to? What do we have left? How much do we have left? Well, you brought what? I think 18, 13? What was the number? 18, right? You brought- 18 ingots? Macro. We bought a lot of money. That that would be a lot to leave her because the shavings oh, yeah. didn't really take too much off. No. So, you know, taking a kitchen knife out and chopping a nice chunk off of what's left of the ingot and just, you know, wrapping it up in a piece of parchment from the parchment from the kitchen and uh-huh. handing it to her and telling her to keep it safe. Don't let other people know you have it. Okay. She's like, you know, hugs you, kisses you. Catherine, do you give her the same look of, don't touch me, you fetid dog, or is this a little well, bit more? I, I kind of, I'm, I'm not pleased that she's hugging Schooly because, you know, our drug isn't entirely 100% accurate. So I'm like, oh, don't touch him. <laughs> That's a booster everybody, shot. <laughs> social distance, everybody. Everybody stop touching one another. We need to quarantine just for a few days. Sid, anything from you? I think that's fine. I mean, I guess maybe if we're going to do this thing with the church, and my thought is maybe the other part of that ingot, maybe we leave that at the church, maybe. Okay. That's a thought. As a donation for all the... It's a donation because we're breaking in, we're breaking out. And we've already broken in and caused them problems, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of my thought there. All right, so, yeah, 2 o'clock approaches... And also, interestingly yep. enough, just as a note, this this church seemed to be heavily influenced by Arturo's work and defiling it and using it and what have you. That's going to end. So the history of this church is going to be change. very different. Yeah, could change drastically. Yeah, change right. So yeah, the the team arrives uh, outside the church. The group that actually took the children back come meandering in about you know twenty to two. Not too long later, after stopping off at the at your lodgings, paying off your landlady for you know her help through the the days you were here, keeping you safe and secret, uh, she she's thrilled. You guys show up, and Markham he's there a couple minutes after two o'clock. Uh, he's he's fine. He's walking up the street, trying to be quiet, not overly yelling or billowing, bellowing rather. But he does approach, and he's like, so. What is this last task that I can do for my friends? We um, we have to break into the church, Captain. Nope. And <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, uh, now um, he grows a spine. We'll, uh, you know, we have this part covered, but there is a um, there's a special process that's going to take place that's going to send all of us home. And it's going to leave something behind that we need you to take out of the church. And there'll be somebody out here waiting who you'll give it to. The Italians have a... They frown very heavily on those who interfere with the house of God. The uh, penalties can be very stiff. We understand. That's why the reward is so handsome. Kind of feels at his neck. Noemi is off to the corner. She she made her way to the church with Davina. She's standing there holding the box. She's kept her end of the bargain. She is here. Uh, you guys catch an image of her off. You know, she's you know steps out for a second, sees you, shows you she has it, steps back in. Markham looks over and says, I think someone's trying to get our attention. 
Miss! And everyone, shh, shh, you know, tells him to be quiet. He says, uh, I, uh, Sir, I, I, I must say, uh, the thought of an ingot is, <laughs> is very dear to me and I can do much with, but the thought of hanging is not particularly to my liking. We're, we're going to make sure that this is safe and handled properly. And as I'm saying that, I, I kind of, you know, I, I reach, you know, underneath my, because my, we have the cloaks on, yeah. as Catherine had mentioned earlier. I kind of reach in and I, because I have the gold ingot in my hand and I pass my other hand over it. And now there's two gold ingots in my hand. A wizard. Never before have I seen. Someone who could duplicate gold in their bare hands, sir. No wonder you are so free with the cash. Oh, Captain, come on. You're a man of the world. You've certainly seen, uh, you know, a pea and three, uh, three, three uh, nutshells done before. I've, I've never had the pleasure of taking a pea with three nutshells, sir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But if it's something from the future that you recommend, I will do so. <laughs> Do you do you balance them? Chew on them? What is the so this <laughs> the conversation kind of gets a little wacky. The <laughs> Aveline, go ahead and give me that luck roll you've been ready to throw for me. What? What? Oh, my luck ladder. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, drum roll, please. Oh shit! That is a sixty-nine. And what is your current luck? 60. Okay, so... And I can't spend luck to get a luck no. success. But that doesn't... Put Faye through the window again. No. I have no problem. The, the ladder is still outside. It's just not propped up. I mean, when you rolled so successful on the first one, I wasn't going to take the whole ladder away. The ladder is just down and tucked away to the side of the building. Oh, yeah, my critical success. My critical <laughs> success on the ladder roll. Uh, so, yeah, you're able to... You know, it just takes a couple minutes. You're able to secure the ladder back up to the side of the building. Uh, Markham is nervously looking around uh, as Sid and John place the ladder and you know into the position and Faye gets ready to do her her super shimmy up the ladder and get through the window since she's fairly smaller uh, since this is the last time just a note yep. we do point out Noemi to him yeah that you know that is the lady there is going to be a box which you are going to carry out of the church and that is the lady who you are going to give the box to by the way captain there's a lot more to her than it seems, and she is not somebody you want to cross. Cross? I'm not worried about, sir. I'm worried about her face. I happen to just get a a look at uh, a, a look hey, at what hey, they wow. say the hey. the dog's wow. ass, sir. I've um. Great. She's been through a lot, madam. Everything's you see, marvelous. You should about see her. what's left Except of the person the that face. did that to her. I I would care not to. I've I, I've seen soldiers. Hit with battle with broadsword that don't seem to have that look to them, and, and and her grin. Did she suffer a stroke? I mean, he's just going on about how it could have been a lot. <laughs> really messed up. She yeah, is. she's just she's marvelous except for the yeah. butterface. What a pair they make! A boneless woman and a fleshy mess. Like, well, if he mentions to her how messed up her face is in Italian, she may stuff him inside Davina and. <laughs> And be like, oh, my love, my love. You know, it's like... <laughs> oh, my God. That is the You're... single most disturbing image you could have put in my head. Thank you. I'm wow. not well. This is why I want to leave Venice. This is why I want to leave this time. Blackadder the first, what he's doing for the Infanta. Oh, my love, Spanish my Infanta. love. 
<laughs> like to think that Faye hasn't heard any of this because she just climbed into uh right you know into the church. She's going, she's fumbling to get the door unlatched. She comes out and she's looking, and it's like, why does everyone look so goddamn uncomfortable? I was gone for thirty seconds. Right. So Noemi does come out. She l- l- drop puts the box down on the floor, you know, on the ground, not far from where she's hiding in the alleyway. She says in Italian, and he overhears it. I'm waiting here, and I'm watching. And she says, thank you, friends, for all you've done for me. You know, Navina and I will will take care of it. I'm okay. We'll go from here. She then warns him to treat the box with respect. Bring it to me immediately. And he's like, of course. I tell her <laughs> we look forward to seeing you in the future. To, to which she nods, and she's she understands you believe you're from it. She believes... Somehow you may be from it. It's not even clicking with her that she's going to live to thirteen, uh, to you know, nineteen thirty-one. That's right. Yeah, right. she's like that's no. hundreds of years away. I'm not, but she's she gets it. She's like, and you know, the council will be pleased that I, I hope they've realized how bad my brother was, and this was the right thing to do. So she's she's happy. She'd cry, but it hurts. Um, she just can't. Her eyes. well, they'd be tears of blood anyway. Yeah, right? they'd be so. they'd be a mess. So who wants to carry the box in? All right, I'll do it. Okay. I'll carry the box in. All right, Sid grabs the box. Aveline, you uh you help, you know, get everybody inside. Catherine, um showtime. What do you want to Oh, oh <laughs> joy. Yeah. So this is... John, you've you know inside they left a few pieces of the uh the type of wood that they needed to burn. So you're go ahead and make the circles. Go ahead and give me a cult roll. Just make sure all the circles, if you want to set the circles for her. Because you sure. saw how they did that part of the ritual. Catherine knows the words to speak. But uh, if you want to get the circles set up and the and the couple of icons they needed to draw. That's a 15. Okay, so you're way, way on that. That's hard success for you, right? Um, for my occult, that would... Um, ooh, that's one off from a critical. Okay, but so it's they're well drawn. Everybody makes their way into the church. It's it's fairly quiet. Aveline, what's your you know, I'm not even gonna bother with a stealth roll. This is to make an, an encounter at this point is kinda silly. Uh you guys have just defeated Arturo. If a priest comes out, he's just gonna get shot. So <laughs> I don't want to shoot a priest. The uh the team walks and into Catherine's the side about room. Ready to pop. Yeah, where the vestibule is. You go inside there, shut the door over, it's a it's a quick flint and tinder from Sid, lights a couple candles. Catherine, you start the process of getting ready for the Davina casting and, you know, working with her through her mind. Uh, you particularly notice that, you know, John is kneeling down and finishing the last of the, the, the sigils to the four compass points. He gets the star drawn and the, the circles proper. And uh, you, what do you want to do? She's, she's, you're fully inside the suit. And all you have to do is just tell me that oh. you're going to go through the words. Is there something you needed to do first? I mean, before getting in the suit, I would have remembered that we needed candles. How have we silenced the screaming? Davina knows, Davina realizes that she's now back with Noemi. She's also younger in this time. Like now, you picked up the one from 1341. Her skin is clearly not as dried out as it had been. She's she's more supple. Uh, I, I have the skin bag, so I'll need to take... Every I'll need to take everybody's guns and clothes, and also and clothes and the book and yep and the, the book. book excellent and most importantly the uh, the bone of the saint that is around Faye's neck yep. so that she can put it back around her neck when we get back and she's you got safe. It. I love that you remember the details. 
Catherine's like, guy. what about the screaming? <laughs> How do I shut her up? Can I morph the skin suit and then put it on? The head's just lolling. No, I... In in the dark little twisted corner of my mind, I'm like, hey, you know it would help putting someone smaller in? There you go. But... Wow, Faye. <laughs> folks at home, there is... That's a finger, folks. A, right. a middle finger. In New Jersey, we rate the value of a finger on several things, a, a middle finger. Faye pulled about a seven there. It, it went up pretty quick. It to me it was confident. It, it was, was very it confident. Was a confident finger, and the look behind it clearly stated, this one's for you. So, Catherine, you begin the ritual. Sid has the bag. Everyone's standing around pretty much in their glory, which is... <sighs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is, yeah, there's a lot of stress. Although some of the stress is gone, so since I think Sid, I think at this point we don't really give a I don't crap. think so. Sid, are can I just ask you, is it stance shoulder width apart, hands on hips? Are you giving a pirate stance as you're oh there my nude? God. I want to be firm and confident. <laughs> and so yeah, I think uh, I would think so, right? Legs are apart, hands are on hips, feeling strong. Right. Buttocks tight, nacho libre. Maybe neck neck maybe going back and forth from side <laughs> to side. A little stretching Thumbs action. Pointing up. <laughs> I want a vacation. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So the, the ritual is cast. Uh, we don't have to go through the words again. No problem. You do arrive back several days later in June uh, 1931. The It's actually towards, I think, just the beginning. It's the last week of June at this point. You arrive in the church. The smoke starts to clear. The church is very quiet. There's there's Obviously, again, there's lights in here, but they're very dimmed or, or off. Davina is gone, obviously. She's been left back behind because Catherine cast it and then took her off and put her in the box. You have the bag. Everything's secured. And you have arrived back in Venice. Mm, does it smell like 1931? Uh, when you walk out of the church, it does, yeah. 1339 uh, had a certain smell about it, didn't it? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The candles and everything because there was no electricity. <laughs> there was... Yeah, and the human... I was, and the I human was just going to say the the... You know, general butthole smell of the town, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah. Every animal, every human, everybody. Yeah. Open sewers, yeah. lovely. Where did we put our clothes? I know we stowed our clothes away in the somewhere. Back. The future clothes, the, yeah. the the present clothes. Okay. In the uh, in the Ed Gein purse. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what is it? Uh, is there some? Do you want to do anything else before we close this one down for the evening? Just to wrap up. I mean, you can. Yeah. Why don't we? Ra- why don't we wrap up? By visiting Noemi, visiting Noemi. Okay, yeah, that yeah. would be an awesome way to end this. I think would I be to go totally to visit want to her. See what has been going on for the last six hundred years? Like we told you, we wanted to check in and see how we all are. We made our way back. Right. Well, wait a second. Hang, hang on, hang on. Uh-huh. We would have, we would have told her the day we're returning. Let's walk out of the church and see, uh, see if she's standing there. That'd be fun. That'd be very cool. Because if she's not, she's probably not here for a reason. Right. And we could go home and just get a good night's sleep. Right. I'm also curious if Davina is still around, if they possibly oh, were able to. God, I hope she's standing next to her. It would be so. really cool if they could uh, find if a way to figure it out some curse. way. Exactly. Yeah. To restore yeah. her. Change her from a potato peel back to a human. Oh, my God. <laughs> a potato peel. <laughs> <laughs> you so you make your way outside the church. You quietly slip out. No problem, and the um, the plaza itself appears to be empty. There's nobody there. There are electric lights. There are. The street lights are lit. There's shadows casted. Again, there's buildings that butt up against it with the 
you know, the pillars and everything in the darkness. But when you first step out, you don't see anybody standing there. And we're in our like, you know, peasant clothing from the uh, from the from the 14th century. Yes. Yes. Can I throw? Can I look, dude? Like spot hidden? See if I. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Okay, I'll do a spot hidden. That's a no. I want to look for a newspaper. Well, I, I call out, you know, just not like yelling, but no Emmy. A you shadow listen? moves Any about 35, 40 feet down the, the left-hand side. Someone steps out of the shadows. You hear the tap of what appears, what sounds to you like high heel shoes or a woman's shoe with a sharp click. And out of the shadows, you see a beautiful woman that absolutely takes Sid's breath away when he first sees her. Very familiar. Hung out with Arturo before. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. No, Damn it. No. No. Shit. We gotta go. Cut ties. I'm out. Peace <laughs> and out. She, she stands there and says, My friends, you've had success, I see. Ed's Arturo's eh? sister. Yes. It's the, not Noemi. It's the other one. One that we don't like. You didn't like her with Arturo. She, all she was was pretty. Well, you don't like it, you know, you're just holding and, that against well, her face. Evil. She's not, I'm not holding it against her. Um, she was well, very, no, very attractive. In all fairness, in all fairness, you, the, the, uh, John and Faye and Aveline didn't see how she reacted. You guys kind of told them a little bit. They didn't see how she was when oh, Catherine was putting oh, on the skin suit. I really. say that as purely, uh, oh, yes. you know, being charmed by her. Oh, That's my yeah. only interaction. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So she starts walking forward. She's got her hand in her pocket. She takes out a cigarette, lights it. Doesn't need to smoke, but the smoke leaving makes it look like she's exhaling. There's a reason vampires, some of them smoke. She keeps it close and she's... So, may I at least see the book? I'd love to see what was so important that you had to go back for it. Um, where's Noemi? Ah, poor thing. Never learned. Too trusting. Gone. Uh, low. Almost a uh, little over a century ago. I am in charge. Hmm. That's nice. Um, so the, I think so. the past has been good to you. It has not been bad. I am happy things worked out uh, the way they did. I, I have no quarrel with you. I thank you for what you did. Arturo was uh, brutish at best. He was well. Well, she's not going to have any memory of what Arturo was before we left, right? She knows her what Arturo. Arturo. She only knows his stories of what he was, right? So, can I make a charm roll sure. to convince her? You know, it's good to see you out from underneath his abusive thumb that he that he uh, you know. And the way he treated you before. And, and you know, ingratiate her with, uh, you know, vampires are vain. That she always deserved more with the obvious beauty and intelligence that she possesses. Sure. Go ahead. Give me a roll. That's a 38. That is with my charm is a... No, no it's not a hard... It's just off of a hard success. No, she's... Um, she listens to you. Seems to be taking it all in. She says, sits there and says, you have my gratitude. Uh, the Noemi told many stories and many times of the five people who came and was able to rid the city of the yoke of Arturo and the terrible things that he did. Told you this date as well. She did. She actually had, the date was a little bit hazy. She told me this week that it was sometime around the 21st. I've been, I stood last night for a few hours. I said, eh, if they come, they come. 
Probably they will seek me out eventually. But it's good to be here. I, Like I said, the clan prospers. We've built a beautiful piazza on the mountain. Things have gone well. Uh, Davina, unfortunately, we attempted to revive her soul back and put her body in back together. But it did not work. Um, this is one of the Ooh. things that obs- drove Noemi into an obsession. And she did not do her duties so well. Things left her, let's just say, not altogether well. She had it rough in the beginning. Well, then I suppose it's uh, it's better that it ended the way it did with you taking over. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I could not agree with you more. She grins and says, may I... As I said, I just wish to see the book. I'd love to understand what was so important about going back for. It's just a book. Okay. The Holy Scriptures bound in skin. I'm frightened. I think we all are. Well, I think we're all a little too many yeah. dice. That's not good. So none of them count, I think, then, right? Okay. She asks you in a voice that's incredibly sultry to give her the book. Looking at your stats above and your abilities, do you see anything in there that you could use? Like, what's your power? Power you 70. To give her the book or to show her the show book? Show her. Yeah, my power is a 70. Go ahead and make a roll. I make it. Okay. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. I think it would be best, although I do find you quite enchanting, I think it would be best if we did not, if we just called it an evening and said that we were glad that you made out well and that we made out well, milady. She doesn't look pleased. Yeah, I'm sure she doesn't. She's, she says, fine, we will leave it as this. I only needed to see it, but you have your reasons. What your, your actions have brought me good fortune. Go. You can tell she's irritated. Wait. Keeper, her name is Sophia. Mm-hmm. Sophia, my lady, do you know of a criminal mastermind and gentleman bastard by the name of Caravaggio? Do you know of him? His name may ring a bell. Oh. Okay. Um, just wondering. Show her the book. We were thinking that Arturo would be an ally, but now he's not. So maybe she could help us in that avenue of inquiry. Show her the book. That's what I was about to... That I was going to try to Should mend we ask- that bridge as we go, leaving it open. But, Should we uh, ask Sophia what she wants to see of the book? That's, that's fine as well. I'm, I'm- a particular paint, a gra- engraving in the book. Does she say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I walk towards her with the bag and I'll say, so we'll make a deal then, shall we? The same deal that we made with your brother. He says, well, you can see the engraving and I will let you see the book. And then you are an ally for us. And when we're in this city, you will owe us one favor since we've been so good to you. Does that work? If we need anything the next time we're through here, you will help us. One hand washes the other, Sophia. Hmm. But the favor is very powerful. The word of my family is... I do not play the game like some of the men of our past. If I give you my word, it is my word. And favor is powerful. This is not a one-sided favor. I think we've demonstrated that uh, we bring enough to the table as well. She looks the th- five of you over and says, 
I could take it. I'm do doing that. I'm asking you, do, you, you to know, see it. You, you do know who dispatched your brother. And correct? I do know that you're standing here, mostly naked, in a courtyard, and I'm not my brother. No, and we know that. And I only wished to see the book. That's all. But I take the book. I take the book out of the bag. Favor for a favor. I'm not asking for the world. All I'm asking for is if we come through, we need we need your help, and we ask for it that you will help us. That's all I'm asking for. Not the world. Just your help. I hand her the book. Okay, so she flips the book open. She's not being super gentle, but she gets to an engraving, snaps it shut, hands it to you, drops the cigarette, stomps it out, and begins to walk away. What, Sid, what page was she looking on? I flip back to the page. Make a spot hidden. Okay, Is he showing us the page? He's going to try to get to it. I mean, he, eventually he'd find it if he pages through it, but it's 2.30 in the morning in the dark. He's trying to see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, you find it. it. Uh, you show them a, a wood carving, and we'll stop there for the night. Oh! So, <laughs> we will... What? Worst. I mean, you are I'm a brilliant man. <laughs> but seriously. <laughs> That's cold. Oh, well. Tough it's, shit. It's um, cold. It's, it's the only, it's <laughs> the only joy I get. <laughs> That's all from us for the night. Uh, we will talk next time. They're back in Venice. It's... Uh, 1931. There's plenty to do though before they leave on their next hike and their next stop around the world. They want to go out, I believe, at this point to the Abbey of Thelema, wrap up some leads they had there on a situation with Faye's dad. But we'll find out about, out about that next time. Players, thank you so much. Great job again in Venice. You guys knocked it out of the park. We'll have to remember to pick up if if I remember. Somebody write it down. And we'll see what the wood grave carving was. But uh, we'll talk next oh. time. <laughs> If I remember, uh, from all of us here at Cthulhu in Cairo, we want to say good night. Good night, players. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.